<sighs> it's it's the middle of October and we got so scared from our first two scary episodes that we thought we'd take a break with something something fun. Yeah, and we thought this kids movie would be just like normal where there aren't any real monsters, but we found out the m- m- monsters were r- real. Yeah, we're talking about Scooby Doo on Zombie Island. How Star Wars is it? Well, hi there, Mike. Hi, Josiah. Hello, and welcome to our dear listeners to How Star Wars Is It? That's right. It's the only podcast where two idiots rate and review things, and not on how good they are, but how Star Wars they are. That's right. And I folks, was explaining the premise, actually, today to someone who, a friend of mine who I've never talked to about it, and I was like, do we explain it well enough at the top of our shows? <laughs> like, so imagine, you know, Citizen Kane. Great movie, but I'm not sure if it's a great Star Wars movie. Of course, it's not intending to be one, but, but, the, but that's beside the point. But the artist is dead, and we don't care about their intentions. We care about how Star Wars things are. Right, and the critical lens we are applying to it. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you can you can criticize literature through, like, a queer lens or through sure. a, you know, technological lens or whatever. And we're using the Star Wars lens. Right, the only lens that really matters. Mm-hmm. You know, Mike, um, saying that you talked to a friend recently about the show... So, you know, I've, and our listeners know that I've been traveling a lot on these, like, contracts out of Chicago. And right. this summer I was in Alaska, and now i And then you were here for, like, one minute. I was here for, <laughs> I was in Chicago for a minute, and I'm in Minnesota <laughs> uh, doing another contract. So Mike and I are back to recording remotely, um, and I'm just... Just doing our separate monologues, yeah. and hopefully they <laughs> hopefully line up. Hopefully they line up. And, uh, but something I found that is not fun is, uh, every time I, cause I'm meeting a lot of new people constantly this year is people, <laughs> is people finding out I have a podcast. Um, and then, so what do you do? And and then, and sometimes I'll mention it when, cause like, not because I'm like, Ooh, I have a podcast, but they're like, Oh yeah. What do you, uh, like, they're like, Oh, you want to come do this thing? And I'm like, I gotta, yeah, I gotta edit oh, my podcast I have, or I gotta I go record three hours worth of podcasting. To do. And then they're like, Oh, you have a podcast. And then I have to explain <laughs> Why it's not that big of a deal sometimes? Because some people are like, "Oh, you have a podcast? How?" And I'm like, "It's so easy to have a podcast. Calm down." But then most right. of the time, I have to be like, "I promise, it's just fun. It's silly. Like you don't have to listen to it, whatever." But then uh, most people get it when I explain like the concept. They're like, "Oh, that sounds funny," or whatever, or they just like laugh. And then, but then the the great joke that happens though, the mm-hmm. great joke is that these people then, when I see them again, just in, in passing and conversation, will you know, anytime anything comes up, they'll be like, "Well, but how Star Wars is that?" And I'm like, mm, uh-huh. "I." Mm. I got that a fair amount during the musical that I was in, like, because I mentioned it once or twice <laughs> during that run, and people, you know, we'd talk about whatever movie, and people would be like, but Mike, how uh, Star Wars is it? I know, <laughs> and, and my girlfriend does it to me, too, and, like, it's she gets a pass, because, like, she's cute, but, like, everyone else right. needs to cut it out. <laughs> yeah, it is, it is, it is, like, uh, at the level of, hey, you should do comedy, mm-hmm. like, when you know somebody does comedy, and then they say something funny. Right, it's, it's, it's bare minimum, like, listen to my show, and then ask <laughs> me about i don't know wendy's and that that would make me see that you really care yeah right if if you say to me hey how star wars is this that shows me only one thing and that is that you haven't heard the show <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> it shows me you're not a real fan 
Yeah. Um, um, speaking of podcasts and how easy it is to make them, I shared with you a couple of these stats that I saw, but I got really curious yeah. as to, um, it, it's a long story as to this how so I upsetting. got here, but I got to a point that I was like, I wonder if like you could just Google how many people haven't heard of podcasts. <laughs> that is such a bananas thing to me. That's like saying you haven't heard of McDonald's or yeah. Um, or just like you haven't heard of, um, it's, it's, it's a medium, right? Like it's so, right. like, Oh, like, you, you haven't heard of, you haven't heard of Italian food, yeah. like, you know? Yeah. And so like, I, I found a thing that was published fairly recently and it seemed somewhat reputable. I mean, I'm quoting a thing that I read online and didn't really look too far into. So don't hold me to this, but um, it said that 70% of Americans have heard of podcasts. Now, I know that I'm 28 and I like listen, or however old we're supposed to be in the canon of this show, 61. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that I live in like a city and I, I, you know, whatever. But podcasts have been around since like iPods have mm -hmm. been around. And uh, it's just really bizarre to me that there are still 30% of people who have not heard of podcasts. And yeah, like to them, them, I would say, like I posted something about it this week on Facebook or Twitter or something just saying like, hey, if you're one of these 30%, now you have, there you go. There <laughs> are podcasts. Like like heard of is just like, have you heard the word it is how I interpret it. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Then there was a different number that was um, how many people have, uh, have listened to at least one podcast like ever essentially and that was 51% of Americans so which there's is, like a 19% is... deficit there of people who have heard of one but have not yet listened to one mm -hmm. but like i would feel i feel like that would be a greater divide yeah you know like it, oh yeah i've heard of those i haven't really got into it you know like i would have expected it to say like you know, if if seventy was how many have heard of it, I would have expected it to be like, oh, thirty percent have listened to one before. Well, but and, no, and you know it's crazy. You know, another fifty-one percent of Americans. That also is, I believe, the ratio of women to men just in the world. So like mm. that that we're, it's a tipping point. That's that's about like yeah, oh yeah, we're on the way, Mike. I think we're getting the podcast in a real good time. With I, mean, I know the market is flooded, but like. <laughs> Fifty-one percent. I ain't bad. I ain't bad. Well, they're a business now, cause Conan. Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. The um, but yeah, it's just so bonkers to me that like, can you, I, Mike, can you share the 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 other very disturbing uh, <gasps> stat from that like survey that made me really question everything for like a week? Oh, I can't remember which one you're talking about. So, so Mike sent this stuff to me, and so the um there was a uh, a, a graphic that was like, what what do people do while listening to podcasts? <gasps> oh. <laughs> And so it was. That was so wild. It was terrifying. And so, like, it was your typical stuff, so the, right? The like, thing, it, it led into it by saying, like, and a lot of people find that it's good for multitasking. Like, you can listen to a podcast and do something else. And yes. I was like, well, duh, of course. Right. That's what we're all doing all the time. Um, <laughs> but the. Uh, uh, oh, gosh, where is it? Okay. Yeah. So, like, on the list. Like, what was the number one activity that people did while. Or, or give me maybe, like, two, three, and four. Sure, sure, sure. So you so number two, doing housework or chores. Fifty nine. So you're listening to a podcast while you're doing chores. And fifty nine percent of people who listen to podcasts do that. Uh, yeah. Fifty two percent are driving while listening. Um, fifty one percent are relaxing before they're going to sleep. Like, and then uh, way down at the bottom of the list is riding public transportation is thirty three percent, which Charlie thought was weird. She's like, why isn't that higher? And I had a reminder that not yeah. everyone lives in a big city where there is well, public that's transportation. True. Um, but so number one on the list, and it's 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 number, number one, one with the bullet. It's seventy percent. Yes, yeah, seventy percent of people who listen to podcasts do this activity while listening to podcasts. And listeners, and I quote, 
Not doing anything else, just listening. Not doing anything else, just listening. Which, if like you're sitting not on doing... the floor in the corner of like a gray room. <laughs> yeah. Like, listeners, if you're just listening to this and not doing anything else, stop. Please stop. We'd rather uh, you not listen than just be sitting idly and listening to this. It yeah. blows my mind. It blows it my is, mind. It is disturbing. Like, it is disturbing <laughs> to think about someone. It, it's like, I feel like I heard Paul F. Tompkins at some point talk about when he was on a flight, like, there was someone that sat next to him that just stared uh, like just sat there the entire flight, didn't listen to anything, didn't turn on TV, just like kind of sat there and just like looked ahead of them for like three hours. Yeah. And it'd be like doing that. Like it's like it, it's like why would you go on a plane and not bring anything to entertain you? So also, why would you listen to a podcast and not multitask and do something else while you're doing it? Right. It is mind boggling. Yeah. It's it it was truly upsetting. I remember kind of freaking out about it and then I forgot about it and then later that day I remembered it again. <laughs> I just thought I like, showed it to that is I showed it to astounding. Charlie because I had to be like you have to see this and she yeah. also was very disturbed by it. Yeah, it's very um, weird. Anyway, anyway, that's the that's what uh what's going on in podcasts right now. Hey, mm-hmm. speaking of what's going on in podcasts, this is just a fun little bit of trivia. Um Today, I was looking at our Anchor.fm portal. Uh, Anchor.fm, mm-hmm. it's a free way to make podcasts. You'll hear about it later. Um, <laughs> and I, it shows you uh, like where all your listeners are and like, you know, a huge, the, the majority, you know, like 96% or something like that of our listeners are in America, largely Illinois. And then like it shows by state then too. But um, mm. we have... Uh, it, uh, the the metric is just in percent of listeners. So once it's under like one percent, it just shows up as less than one percent. So it could be that one person one time like click download accidentally on one of our episodes. <laughs> but regardless, other than the U.S., which was like ninety five percent, and the U.K., which was like two percent, we have eighteen other countries. We have twenty different countries of people listening to this, Jeez. or has have had listened to once, or accidentally clicked on Spotify or something. Now here's my question: Are they all just using VPNs that are masking their true location? Oh, I see. Probably. You know more about the internet than me. Shit. Well, I'm going to choose to believe that they're all actually from those places because that's that's nicer to think about. Yeah, right. Um, so we're talking about, we literally haven't even mentioned the topic we're going to do. Yeah, today, no, okay. We is... can be done with all this preamble shit. <laughs> it's Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island. Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island from 1998. Is that right? I believe that's correct. So... Mike, we did an Is It Star Wars in our bonus episode. Our bonus? Our bonus. It was our most bone episode. And um, <laughs> we said we were going to do Scooby-Doo, which I believe we talked about. We said the live action one. But yeah, we, we talked about doing that, the live action one. Uh, because we decided it, it is Star Wars. Because so it's we, got we are CG now doing, animals in it. And, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are now doing a cartoon, I believe, direct to video movie of Scooby-Doo, which uh, yes. I think is probably a better movie than the, than the live action it one. It has to be. I don't know if I ever actually saw the live action one. And I know that we judged it having never seen it in our, well, in our I, bonus n- n- episode. Now, now, I have seen it oh, multiple oh, 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 times. Okay. The, let me tell you, Mike, the live mm-hmm. action Scooby-Doo was a very important movie for me, ah. um, sexually, mostly. I see. Yeah. It was a very much of a sexual awakening, Oddies. mostly because that, that dog. we're talking <laughs> We're talking Sarah Michelle Gellar, we're talking <laughs> uh, What's-Her-Face, who plays Velma, yeah. who was in Freaks and Geeks, Oh, uh-huh. I can't remember. Her. Yeah. I gotta look it up. I gotta look it up. Yeah, because Linda the... Cardellini. We're talking Linda Cardellini. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, they're hot. 
They are, yes. <laughs> That's no, kind of everyone the in that story. movie is very like pretty. You know who else is in that freaking movie? Matthew um, Lillard and Freddie Prinze Jr. Freddie Prince Jr. Scooby Doo is in that movie. Yeah, Scooby Doo as um, himself. Yeah, Scooby Doo. It's actually Scooby Doo playing himself. Right. Hold on, wait. I gotta see. Mm-hmm. I can't remember her name right now. And she got pretty famous. Isla Fisher. Isla Fisher's in that movie. Oh, funny. Yeah, uh, I believe when she and she was like just starting out. She yeah, plays, right. She plays uh, Shaggy's sort of love interest, uh, oh, who's named Mar- who's named Mary Jane. Because it's funny. Because uh, like, Shaggy likes... is sort of coded as like a stoner guy. Yeah, it's like they're always eating, you know. Yeah, they love it's they like, love oh. making a big sandwich and and then impossibly squeezing it down into like hand size. Dude, I love that shit. Okay, <laughs> talking about Scooby Doo on Zombie Island. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like this movie rules. Had you seen and it as a kid, like around 1998? Yes, I had. To. I saw it as a kid. Uh, I remember renting it from the store, from the the the, the video yeah, right. store. With my sister and I think my, I don't know if my little brother was, he was probably really little, but we were free. We were like, what the heck? This one was actually yeah, scary. Yeah. Cause like normally Scooby-Doo movies are like, you know, it, there's not actually a monster. It's all fake. And this one was like, no magic is real and monsters yeah. are real. And, and like, there's a cat goddess and st- all this crazy stuff. And we were like, that was actually scary. We did not. And I remember being like, a little traumatized by it because I hated scary stuff so much, and I was like, I did not yeah. like that movie. And it actually has like a um, kind of fun sort of whodunit story to it. You know, the the Scooby Doo TV show from the '60s that would air reruns on Boomerang or whatever other channel that I saw mm-hmm. throughout, you know, growing up. It was it was never like a super hard guess as to who the bad guy was. Not that like this one right. was like a complete whoa. But like the there were some subversions that were cool, like the zombies are good guys and uh Right, yeah. The 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 I love how quickly this movie goes. Oh, from... this movie is at like breakneck speed. It's like what, sixty minutes yeah. long? It's like yeah, I think it's like one minute or one hour and then like eight yeah, minutes it, and then like the last quick. Crack. It's so fast and it's also just minutes. like I'm on the Wikipedia right now. <laughs> yeah. They they waste no time and they also mm-hmm. like they go so quickly from being like like cause cause Daphne's like, oh, we gotta find some real ghosts. So okay, okay. Yeah, right. it's very me, interesting for, for, for where our it listeners. begins that it's like the gang has separated, they're growing up, they're like doing jobs. Well, Shaggy and Scooby so are working for the TSA, <laughs> like drug sniffing, right. but they're sniffing for like food, like cheese essentially. <laughs> pre like pre TSA, TSA. Right. The um That's right, so that's a good this point. This movie is weirdly Yeah, this was before nine eleven, man. Pre nine eleven TSA. <laughs> like that would have been a really weird kind of dark turn if this were like a two thousand two <laughs> movie. Right. So this movie has a lot in common with the live action uh version. And it, it made me wonder uh, when they made the live action one how much they pulled on like these newer movies. Because oh, uh-huh. in the in the live action one they are it's in this one in this in Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island they all get together willingly because Daphne has started a TV show the, um, and she's going to be doing like a, a, a tour of all these like haunted the places. Like the travel channel the now States. that they're like yes. haunted America or whatever. Yeah, so she's doing that, and and Fred surprises her, gets the, all, the whole gang back together to basically. And go Fred's do like this. her producer, like they're still together, right? And they're not dating, but they probably are. But they're like sort of yeah, they're sort of. 
coded that way. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, the so in, in the in the live action movie, they Mystery Inc. is like disbands. I think they're like forced to they're not forced to disband, but they there's like a lot of interpersonal conflict going on, and then they all go off and like kind of do their own things. And then they're all invited to this island, also an island, where um, wow. there's this like big party festival thing happening. And then they're sort of forced to work together again. And they're uh, uh, not to spoil anything for all you, you know, big live action Scooby-Doo fans who haven't seen it. <laughs> but it's, it's yeah, the same big thing. Live action Scooby-Doo fans who haven't <laughs> seen it. <laughs> it's the same thing. It's kind of the same thing as this. Like the, the, the host who takes them there ends up being the bad guy. Uh, mm-hmm. The monsters are real. There's also a ritual where they're having to like sacrifice stuff. And like, oh. it's very similar beat wise to this movie. And it came after it, didn't it? It did. It came after. Um, yeah, you're right. I wonder if they use this as kind of like a litmus test of, yeah. or not even that, but of like a, uh, hey, that worked. Right. Could it, in the way that like Marvel movies adapt Marvel comics, that worked. Totally. Well, and that, so like, that's what I love about this movie and what cracked me up is because they go, like, Daphne's like, oh, I want some real ghosts. And it's just so amazing how quickly mm-hmm. this movie's mythology goes from like, don't worry, it's all fake, to like, there are zombies. They are are real this is real monsters like it true it happens but they so do fast. sort of earn it like oh yeah they sort do of montage of them going to new orleans and they find like three or four that still prove to be very scooby-doo style like guy and mask villains and can i say in a, in a great montage that has some another real bop like these songs oh because it's terror it's so time again it's so fun <laughs> these songs are it, so fun when that song began i don't remember when exactly i saw this as a kid but i i want to say it was at a friend's house at like a sleepover birthday party kind of thing and i remember just like it immediately cementing like at least certain parts of it like immediately cementing into my brain and and that song when it started playing i was like oh Fuck. <laughs> yeah. And can I can I tell you who sings the uh uh the the, the, the title track Scooby Doo Where Are You? In this in, in this movie? Um yes, please do. It's Third Eye Blind. <laughs> that is that is of course it is. I think for 1998? this 1998. Yeah, for this like run of movies that they did, like the directed video ones that were all in the same vein. I, I Third Eye yeah, Blind right. did the theme song for this freaking That's so funny. It's so good. Um cuz yeah, you know, I do have a memory of in fact, I'm thinking of when I just said it was like a sleepover birthday party. I think actually what I watched at that one that's in my head was Scooby-Doo and the Ghoul School or something like that. Oh, I yeah, might yeah, be getting yeah. the title wrong, but there was this Ghoul School and I vividly remember loving it and that is the last of the memory <laughs> that, that I liked it. <laughs> I loved it. So, yeah, th- this... Uh, so, so right off the gate, right off the gate, we, we have mentioned... The reason we did Scooby-Doo is because we talked about in a lot of early episodes like the sneaking around aspect of Star Wars where, <laughs> oh, that's right. where it is the cartoonish <laughs> sneaking like in Star Wars and that they do in Scooby-Doo all the time. And so this movie has that, obviously, and mm-hmm. it has some real bops. Um, yeah. And you've got a core group of heroes. Uh, yep. And kind of ragtag and they have a like animal friend. <laughs> yeah. Which brings me to my, okay. Brings me to, that brings me to my first point <laughs> or okay. my first note I think I took. Cause I love okay. this movie and I, and I don't want to like try to poke holes in, in the universe of, you know, Scooby-Doo cause it's, it, it's not worthwhile. But my fr- actually, sorry, my first note was this movie rules, and then my second, <laughs> and my second note was this is the best movie we've ever done. 
Yeah, it's really, really fun. It's super. But then my, my my third note was Scooby and Shaggy are a liability. They are straight up a liability. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, but okay, this has been. But looks can be deceiving, you know. The the cat ladies underestimated them to the point that they didn't even bother making voodoo dolls. Yeah, but them. but here's okay. Here's the, okay. The, my th- I want to know. There, Scooby and Shaggy have to have some kind of weird power because multiple times, even in the <laughs> montage and in the very beginning too, like. Fred is kind of like a de facto leader, sort of like... Uh, like Cyclops. Yeah, and he's like kind like of... the Boy like, Scout. Doesn't actually have much of a personality, but he's just like, I'm Fred. <laughs> and then Daphne right. is like damsel in distress a lot of the times. And the live right. action movie plays off this stuff a lot too. And like Velma's a smart one and right. like will find all the clues. And then... But Scooby and Shaggy, they're, they don't have a job. They don't... Like Fred <laughs> gets to drive the car. They don't have a job. And yeah. every in this movie, every time like they unmask someone, it's because like Scooby or Shaggy accidentally like, hit trips. something and then <laughs> knocked them over, or knocked something right. else over that then knocked them over. And that's also how they save uh, them in this movie because they didn't make wax doll, they didn't make voodoo dolls of them, and they just accidentally roll in and hit the people. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what I- weird luck God <laughs> is like ruling Scooby and Shaggy's life? That they are always in the right place well, at the so right time. I think I think what you're doing right now is not criticizing Scooby and Shaggy as a liability, but more um, identifying a like top tier note in the show bible for Scooby Doo. <laughs> that, that's so true. <laughs> like it's like Wiley e. Coyote. Like he's always going to make a crazy trap or like yeah. invention from Acme Corporation to catch the Roadrunner, and it will always backfire against him in exactly the opposite way that he intended for it to be used. <laughs> You're right. There's got to be like, like like number one Scooby thing. Scooby and Shaggy will end up becoming integral to the saving of the day because they trip or they eat too much food. <laughs> yeah. Or it's like they, they they're are, like Jar Jar Binks. They are Oh my god, you're Ooh, right. I just like peaked the level there. <laughs> it is it is this really fun slapstick sort of old time uh older style cartoon stuff that I super love. Uh-huh. Like every time uh <laughs> every time someone called Scooby a dog and he went rug where? I was like that's where? so good. <laughs> you know what's funny? I I laughed at that a couple of times too and they did it something like four or five times. Like they there were, you know, whatever the final number was, it should have been 3 and I could have like at the moment of having having actually watched it, I could have told you which ones to cut. <laughs> like oh yeah. It should have been 3 times. And, and and yes, I agree. I still did Just laugh as at it. a writer's note. <laughs> I I did laugh at it every time cuz every time I was like I was like damn this dog, <laughs> you know. <laughs> It's just yeah, like, it is. He is. He is a really funny dog. He's a great dog, man. So okay, so that's actually a good point for it. There's there's the sort of like young rebellious teens with their animal friend. That's kind of Chewbacca esque. Um, yeah. And then there's there's the people who save the day by accident. That kind of happens a lot. It's it's Jar Jar, but it's also young Annie, and it's also to some degree the Ewoks. Like Dang. they're not by accident, but they're sort of not probable. As like day savers. That's so true. You you saying this just now is making me realize how often in Star Wars things end up being okay because of like accidents. Like good luck. Yeah. Yeah. It's like um, not. It it was not that things didn't go according to plan. It's just like it happened outside of the plan, and it was only thanks to those things happening that <laughs> the day was able to be saved. Yeah. Right. And then, uh, oh, what was the other one that I just had? Did you look up the voice cast for this? Well, I did. Because uh, I have a, I have a, I have a big one that is. And we can, yeah, we can talk about that one because I think I have the same one. Yeah. Okay. So, I've there's a big one that is obviously very Star Wars. <laughs> Correct. 
Because Mark Hamill is the voice of Snakebite Scruggs in <laughs> Snake this. Snakebite Scruggs. Which is, a, he's a, it's a glorified cameo at best. And also, right. an, another writer's note, they introduce Snakebite and, and like the catfish. And then you think right. like the whole last confrontation, I was like, ah, Snakebite's going to come help. It's going to come help yes. him out. Does and not show up. it was just like a up. complete little like red herring, but not even... Um, a payoff red herring. It yeah. was just sort of like, here's a grumpy guy and a catfish that has like magical power. Yeah, I was like, why it's didn't like enormous and like, squirts water? I wish that I wish they could have come in the very end because I was like, oh, Mark Hamill voices him. That's so cool. It's got to come back. Yeah. But no, I think they're just having some fun. Right. Well, and he was just so hot as a VO guy at that right. very moment. Um, well, so and this and this voice cast is stacked. So the voice of Shaggy is Billy West, who's the voice of like everybody mm-hmm. in Futurama, and also yeah, everybody in everything. Yeah, he's he's everywhere. Um, yeah, uh, Adrian Barbeau. I think he's Ren and Stimpy. Yes, you're correct. Uh, <laughs> that a- is crazy. Adrian Barbeau is Catwoman on the Batman animated series, and she plays oh, uh-huh. Simone. Uh, the other antagonist woman, Lena, is Tara Strong, who's also literally everyone. Like she was, yeah, she's like Tommy Pickles, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, is that no, right? no, she's or... she's she's Dill, uh, the baby, That's the baby right. Dill one. Pickles. And I Timmy think Turner, she right? might actually be Timmy Turner. Yeah, um, you you're right. She's, Gray Delisle or Gray Griffin, I think, is um, Vicky yeah. and Tootie from Fairly Odd Parents. My mistake. Yeah, how dare you? Um, mm-hmm. Jim Cummings is Jacques, uh, or Jacques. Who who he's uh-huh. like he's like that voice actor who everyone knows his voice because he's been literally everyone for forever. Like he was Winnie the Pooh <laughs> and Tigger, and like also literally everybody else. Like you hear his voice and you're like, oh, that's that guy that does voiceover. Like you know him. He's he's like everyone's childhood voice. And then you got. Stuff. I'm sure a lot of this was very like deliberate slash political because like Scooby Doo is just such cartoon royalty right from like 30 years prior so i'm sure they're just like you know just in the way of like when they did space jam and i'm fairly certain billy west was a lot of the voices in that too that they were probably just like okay look we're we're kind of reviving scooby-doo we got to get the like best of the best in the industry yeah uh, yes, but yeah, this so the the, the voice acting is stacked. It, this is also from a time back in voiceover where like you didn't have to be you you could make a a movie with just like voiceover actors yes. and not yes because even in like the new Scooby Doo ones like Matthew Lillard is the voice of of Shaggy um, from from like. Uh, the, the live action one, which he's actually been the voice of Shaggy in everything or in all movies, I think, since the live action one. And then we were mentioning earlier how Kate Micucci is is in it. She's Velma, yeah. and like these are you know not necessarily a list stars, but it's like this was from a time when you could just be a voiceover person, and like right. that you're a voice. And actor. those people still exist, but there's like eleven of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's people like, and they do still do everything, right? It's people like Billy like West, who's, who's somehow literally in every show, and you're like, wait, what? How did? What did you? Yeah. Man. Um, but the voiceover is great. I don't know if that makes it. Well, you know, there is some good like classic voiceover things in Star Wars. I don't think of them that way, but they're kind of. I mean, yeah. you know, Darth Vader for one. Sure. Well, and like Darth Maul was a physical actor, but a different voice actor. And all the officers in right. the original movie <laughs> yeah. were like British actors, but then they replaced their voices with like American radio DJs. So good. That's so funny. I love that. Oh, I remembered my other thing. I knew you would. Um, from earlier that uh, another another 
pro point is uh, it's just specifically related to Attack of the Clones, but that's okay because that's a Star Wars movie. It's just like a by the numbers who done it story. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> Which is Obi Wan's whole track in that movie. Yeah. So yeah, I think this is like there's it's animated and there's some really good Star Wars animation like. This it gets some points. I think we were right when we said that in general Scooby Doo is Star Wars, and I think we are uh-huh. proving that today. Yeah, this might be absolutely. the most we've actually talked about a topic in like eight episodes. Oh, I know. I had that thought like probably ten minutes ago. I was like, man, we are like really analyzing this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's because we actually like liked this. <laughs> this movie. Yeah, we liked it, and it's quick. I think I think there's something to be said about a seventy-seven minute movie, and I think more movies these days ought to go more toward that as opposed to the yes. event. Avengers yes. Endgame yes. kind of thing. Yes. Now, yes. when Star Wars Episode Nine comes out and they release the the runtime, I'd go see it if it was three hours long. And by that, I mean I'd go see it probably two or three times. Right. Now, <laughs> but I was talking like, this the, the same thing with a friend the other day about how like that's why like Fleabag was so good, or one of the reasons yes. why because it's like yeah, what six eight episodes and each one is twenty minutes long. And there's two seasons. And it's like, they got in, they got out. And I'm like, every TV show should have a limit. Like, there should be no more hour-long dramas. It's like, you have 25 (laughs) minutes. All right? And I'm especially looking at, like, the streaming ones, like Netflix, where they're like, ooh, we can make a season of Arrested Development where some episodes are 38 minutes long. No. You can't. You're not allowed. And and I think they're learning that now a little bit more. Yeah. But like, because uh, Arrested Development was one of their first, like, hey, we can kind of do whatever we want. Like the, the you know, the re, the whatever that would be called, the not reboot, but um, right, renewal the, mm-hmm. of, or, and yeah, I agree with you. I think like, nope, 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 nope. You don't, you, you don't get that. We're used to 22 minutes. You get 22 minutes. Yep. And I've never understood why. Um, like a very good comedy TV show has to be 22 minutes and a like fine drama TV show still gets to be twice that amount. Yeah, like, like every CSI why, gets why to be 45 ever, minutes long. Why? Exactly. Like why is CSI an hour? I mean, it fills an hour of time. You need to do that. But like in, in yes. terms of like CBS programming stuff. But I am, I am <laughs> like, here. I am here I, I don't, for... I don't want any like competition show that no. it's just like... Uh, that episode is the full story, you know, like chopped or whatever. That does not need to be an hour no. long. There's a, okay, yeah. I am, I am in like okay. In new, new. I'm instituting a new law in the land. I'm going to be. I'm going to get this in, new rules. This, yeah, I'm. I'm stealing from Comedy Bang Bang a lot today. I guess. Um. <laughs> uh. Wait. It, that that that's, that's a playoff of new, a Bill no Maher thing, which right? Is stolen as new rules from Bill Maher. Yeah, yeah. Bill Maher. Jeez, we're really in the weeds. But okay. I'm going to get into public office specifically so I can make a mandate that all <laughs> television can only be every TV show has to be 22 minutes long and every movie can be no longer than Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island. <laughs> <laughs> That's the new rule. You have to get it done. 77 minutes 77 is a minutes. movie. Yeah. And you cannot go longer. Like if you if you have to go longer, then you're bad at making movies. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's just how it is. Uh, do we want to I go hear you. I, uh, you know, I, it's a funny, fun premise. I would say maybe no longer than 90 minutes. <laughs> no, Mike. I'm sorry. I refuse. 77. I'm taking it. a hard line stance here. Yep. Hey, that's another pro Star Wars thing. Star Wars came out in 77. Whoa. You're connecting all the dots here. <laughs> and yeah, of course, Snakebite Scruggs is Luke Skywalker. Do we want to take a quick break now that we've done some pros? Because it's about that time to jump into the pit. 
Um, yes, I will say uh, as a couple other pros really quick, there are ghosts. There are like actual ghosts and there are ghosts in Star Wars in the same sense that there's also kind of like magic, like in this, it's like voodoo magic and in Star Wars, it's like, you know, the force, but, uh, they do it in a sort of ceremonial room chamber a la the, the, the cave and the tree and the Jedi council and all that. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're, you're definitely saying Star Wars things. There's only two of them, you know, like the Sith. Oh, yeah, there can only be two. There can only be two, or there's always two, or whatever. But then, of course, they like make another guy. <laughs> They're like we at a point we needed a ferry driver, <laughs> which I love how that how unexplained that is. Like it's like, yeah, oh they, wait, you can they turn waste other people. No time with like explanation or justification. They're just like, oh yeah, and then we turned into cats, and then uh, we started draining people of their souls. Hold on, you turned into cats? <laughs> I know when they turned into cats at first, I was like, wait, are they vampires? What is this creature? I was like, what is this? And then they're like, yes, we're the cat god, and I was like. What? Why did yeah. it have to be a cat god? Yeah, it's really bananas. It's, it was it's very good bananas. though. Like it's it's, it's good bananas good. in the way that like some of the prequels, while they're like crazy, are like still kind of fun. Yeah, 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 absolutely. But yeah, okay. So we should jump into the plot. All right, jump into the plot. I'm excited for the game. It's gonna be fun. Game. Games. All right, here we go. Jump in. Wee wee. And we're back. Well, we're back from the Sarlacc pit. Um, The Sarlacc pit is a little scarier to me now after last week's episode where I died because uh, Mike was infected by an alien that made him say Sarlacc Uh a bunch of times. That's right. That is part of the canon of the show now. Um, Um, That's right. And also it's called that because of that's the money. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Dollar sign R la cent cent pet. R so, la. <laughs> uh-huh. So I've got a game today, Mike, that I'm pretty uh, uh, excited for. Yay! Now, now, Mike, this is a competition against me. Okay. <laughs> so I so this game is. I was called, just in Vegas, and that's like blackjack, no. right? Because you're the yes, dealer. Yes, I'm the dealer, and the house always wins. That's so <laughs> this one is called Six Degrees of Scooby Doo. Okay. <laughs> Which is not really a good name. It's just the name of two things that people are familiar with that I've put together. So you're familiar hey, with what, like... But but why would we have anything good? All exactly, we do on this exactly. show is throw two things together. <laughs> so you're familiar with like the six degrees of separation and six degrees of Kevin Bacon, et cetera, yes, et cetera. Yes. So, so Scooby-Doo has crossed over with and been a... Uh, has featured... Uh, uh, people, sometimes real people, sometimes fictional characters from all sorts of different universes. Yes, and I'm properties. aware of a, a handful. Yes, right. So like Scooby Doo has met Batman and, and the Harlem, the Harlem Globetrotters. Globetrotters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, any going back to like even earlier, he met the Three Stooges and Laurel uh-huh. and Hardy and like real people uh, like the like, Harlem Globetrotters. It's Laurel and Hardy. And like Don Knotts, like, okay, there's a bunch of, okay. he's met a bunch of celebrities that are real people that are then also put into cartoons, which raises a lot of questions about wow. our own universe. I know, right? So in this game, what you're going to have That's a good point, do, right? We're part of the Scooby-Doo-iverse. Yeah, our real okay. world is part of the Scooby-Doo universe. Yeah. <laughs> so in this game, your job is, so what I've done is I've taken uh, a handful of uh, uh, properties, sometimes people, sometimes uh, uh, shows or whatever that have appeared with Scooby-Doo in Scooby-Doo uh-huh. episodes. And I have tried to uh, see how few degrees of separation I could get between them and 
Star uh, Wars. Uh-huh. Okay. So your Star job Wars. is to try to beat me uh, mm. or tie me in the degree of separation between these properties in Star Wars. Make sense? Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Some of these are going to be harder than others. Okay. And now, okay, so if, say, the Harlem Globetrotters were also somehow linked to Star Wars, can I continue to use Harlem Globetrotters as a bridge? No. Okay. <laughs> well, here's the thing. It's not so like... Uh, Scooby-Doo is no no longer part of the bridge. Oh, oh, I see. So, like, Scooby-Doo, so first this one is... This is just anything. This is, like, how Scooby-Doo has crossed over with all these other things. What if Star Wars? Yes. So, like, got I'm it, saying, it. like, so, for, for instance, the first one is Batman, right? Batman has uh-huh. appeared in Scooby-Doo multiple times. Scooby-Doo has right. appeared, uh, crossed over with the Batman Brave and the Bold. Um, and then Batman and Robin back in the day. So, Scooby-Doo and Batman have been in the same episode. How few degrees of separation can you get from Batman to Star Wars? Do um like YouTube videos where they take two different fictional characters and see if they can fight and who would win count? No. Because Batman be... and Darth Vader fought in one of those. <laughs> right. They have to be um <laughs> they have to be like, like legitimate properties. Yeah. It, it can be it can be like they could have shared screen time. It can be companies that own multiple things. Which is like, uh, a, you know, a hint because Disney owns Star Wars. So yeah, that might help Disney along the everything. way. Um, so just like how it, it can be multiple different things, but it has to be like a legitimate uh, either appearance uh, or like a legitimate claim of ownership by whatever the property okay. is. Um, so I'll tell okay. you, I'll tell you, I'll tell you. I got it in three. Uh-huh. Okay. And don't worry, I'll cut so, out a lot of the, the dead air if we need to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm thinking out loud here, and then this can kind of be my test run in terms of you being like, no, you didn't get this game. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But so, like, Batman animated series would have been shown on, like, WB. And something tells me at the same time they were also showing Spider-Man, which now is owned by Disney, and Disney owns Star Wars. (laughs) That was. I feel like a lot of these are going to end with and Disney owns Star Wars. That was in the right vein. I don't believe. Uh-huh. I don't the, know if I'm factually correct. I don't believe the Spider-Man animated series was appearing on the WB at that time. Yeah, probably not. I don't think it was on the WB. I believe it was on Fox or something like that. But that I'd have to double check. Right. Um, but I think also, actually, now that I think of it, I think it's staring us right in the face mm. right now because I think uh, the one I did was a little more esoteric than even this. Mm-hmm. So. Mark Hamill is in Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island. Oh. He's the voice of the Joker. Um, wait, we're not we're not comparing no, Scooby-Doo. No, Batman and We're not Luke. comparing yeah. Scooby-Doo. We're not comparing Joker Scooby-Doo. Joker and Luke Skywalker. Right, right, right. I forgot that it was Scooby-Doo. Damn it, damn it, damn it. Um, but yes, to Luke Car. Wait, shit. I'm confusing myself. Are we myself. linking it to Star Wars or to Scooby-Doo? <laughs> we're linking it to Star Wars. You were, you were right. <laughs> okay. That's what I was going to say because... Yeah, Mark no, Hamill was in this. That's smarter. I'm dumb and that's correct. No, that's... It, it, so that's what? Two... So, yeah, or like one, like so Mark I don't know was... how you do this because I don't know. So okay, I was an extra in a movie once when I was in college. It's called Ides of March, and it has George Clooney and Ryan Gosling and more in it. And yes. I don't know how to do my bacon number because technically speaking, I'm in a movie with Ryan Gosling, and Ryan Gosling is in Crazy Stupid Love with Kevin Bacon. So am I? I think a that's one? two. No, that's two. So I think so. Here, here's so what's the way Kevin I did Bacon? Is Kevin Bacon one? No, so it's the it's the relationships, right? So Mark Hamill was Kevin in, Bacon's a zero. So yeah, Mark Hamill is in a uh, uh, Batman animated series, and Mark Hamill is in Star Wars. So those are two connections 
So it takes it takes like a two jumps to get from uh from Batman to Star Wars, right? So the same thing with you. Mike Gospel was in this movie with George Clooney. George Clooney was in this movie with Kevin Bacon, so that's two. Right. Okay. So it's the connections that we're counting. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Got it. That one was actually better than the one that I thought of earlier. And it which... wasn't George Clooney who was in Crazy Stupid Love. It's Ryan Gosling. And then also Marissa Tomei is in Eyes of March. So it's a twofer. Well, well geez. I mean, Both if you want to do to crazy a podcast love. about Crazy Stupid Love, we can do a podcast about Crazy Stupid <laughs> Hold Love. Hold on. Okay. Uh, I'm listening. <laughs> okay. Next. Next. Okay, we got okay, we to okay. get through these. There's more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, there was an episode where Scooby-Doo met oh, the uh, uh, stars. Well, not the stars. They met... The boys from Supernatural. So apparently the Supernatural uh, show exists in the Scooby-Doo universe. What so, is that? <laughs> the show Supernatural, like on the CW, the long-running yeah. show with the uh-huh. Winchester brothers. It's like about where they, it's like a monster of the week kind of thing. Okay. Do you know about Supernatural at all? I- I've heard the name. <laughs> all right. We're going to skip that one then because if you don't know about it, then you're not going to get this one, which oh, I had okay. to look it up too. So yeah. I'm going to guess, though, that Supernatural features um, Molly Quinn, who is in Castle with Nathan Fillion, and Nathan Fillion is in Firefly, which is kind of Star Wars-y. And, <laughs> That's uh, pretty close to what I put, which was I don't know Sterling. if Molly Quinn is in Supernatural. <laughs> what I put was Sterling K. Brown was a recurring role in Supernatural, and he was in Black Panther, which is owned by Disney, which owns Star Wars. <laughs> Which is owned by Disney. So okay, another quick okay. thing I want to mention is that there's multiple movies um, where Scooby-Doo crosses over with the WWE, uh, oh God. which is <laughs> wild. Like John Cena is in it. And also the actual Vince McMahon, who's the worst person. Uh-huh. And so I was like, well, WWE has to be owned by someone, right? Maybe it's connected to Disney in some way. The WWE is not owned by anything else. Like wow. they're their own network and they have a board <laughs> in which Vince McMahon uh, uh, like has almost a majority share, and like they're just their own rogues in this in this world of like mega corporations and like super monopolies. Yeah. The WWE is a rogue agent that are <laughs> that are not owned by anybody. I just yeah. wanted to share that. That is nuts. Okay. Um, so okay, I can do the WWE. Oh yeah, hit me. Uh, within the WWE, at some point, was Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hesitating now as to which movie I pull because. He's inevitably in a Disney movie. He's in uh, Escape to Witch Mountain or Return to Witch of, Mountain uh, by He's Disney. also in Moana. He's also in Moana. Oh, of course. And Disney on Star Wars. I was also going to say he's in uh, Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle with Karen Gillan, who plays yes. Nebula in The Avengers, yep. which is owned by Disney and Disney owns Star Wars. And <laughs> at some point, Marvel and Star Wars will cross over on film. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. It has to happen. So, so far, we you have not beaten me because I have been wrong about a few and we've come to them together. <laughs> so the score is zero right now. All right. So there was a Lego, there was a Lego uh, Scooby-Doo movie. Oh, so, that's fun. So I can, get Lego to Star Wars, take me there. Okay. Um. <laughs> this one's kind of a gimme. Okay, so there was Scooby-Doo Lego movie, and then there's Lego Star Wars sets. <laughs> yeah, yep. Like, that's and video it. games. <laughs> yep, that's it. It's one. <laughs> it's one. <laughs> there's also, like, Star Wars Lego, like, movies. There's, like, the Yoda yeah. Chronicles, and there's a mm-hmm. droid something, droid tales. Yep. This one's a little trickier. Okay, okay. Score is still zero to zero right now. <laughs> Back in the day, the uh, Scooby-Doo crossed over with the Adams Family. Mm. So take me, Adams Family to Star Wars, take me there. 
Is the new Adams Family that's coming out this year owned by Disney? I don't know. I'll look it up. Because Disney owns Star Wars. <laughs> but, but that is. But there is something else in the new Adams Family that would help you. Um, that doesn't mean anything to me because I don't know what's going on with that movie. But I have something. Okay. Um, the Adams Family had its like Pepsi counterpart, the Munsters. <laughs> The Munsters was shot on what they then later used the set at Universal to shoot Desperate Housewives on ABC, which is owned by Disney and Disney owns Star Wars. Okay, that was five <laughs> degrees. I, can, so I got not there good. a little quicker. So in the new Adams Family movie, Oscar Isaac is the voice of Gomez. Uh, and he plays Poe in Star And Oscar Wars. Isaac owns Star Wars. He does, yes. So the, I got there in two. So uh, <laughs> you still have not beaten me. I'm very sorry. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sherlock. I am very smart. Holmes. No, it's because like th- this. This uh, is like what, that's what's fun about these games is because I got to research this and now I'm springing it on you to, <laughs> to be like, can you do yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Sherlock Holmes. Okay. Uh, met Scooby Doo. Met Sherlock Holmes. Okay. So Sherlock Holmes to Star Wars. Um, the two most famous actors to portray Sherlock Holmes of late are Robert Downey Jr. and Benedict Cumberbatch, both of whom are Marvel heroes and. Disney owns Star Wars. <laughs> okay, that's pretty good. But did you do most, it quicker? Take t- t- take me back further for famous actors who have played Sherlock Holmes. Oh gosh, I'm not sure I could pull. Think, another. think about in the in the originals who of those sharp faced British men might have played Sherlock Holmes at some point. Sharp faced British men of old. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Graham off Tarkin. You know him? Oh, oh, did he play Holmes? Yeah, Peter Cushing Peter was Cushing? apparently one of the like oh. big people who played Holmes a lot. Oh, that's cool. Uh, back of in the course. day. Of course, I should have guessed like Obi-Wan or uh, Alec Guinness. That's what I was yeah, I was like looking up all the older British actors cuz I was like I'm sure one of them played Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, Peter <laughs> Cushing was a pretty popular Holmes back in the day. That's so that's cool. two two degrees right there. Um all right. So this is a wild thing. Weird Al has been in, has met Scooby Doo twice because <laughs> there is a, I've a got new it. series. I've got it already. <laughs> yeah, there's a new series that's uh, called like uh, Guess Who with Scooby Doo or whatever. That's sort of in the vein of the old Scooby Doo's where they met a bunch of like famous people from like entertainment. Oh, uh-huh. And but the original uh, Batman um, crossover, I think, was the original one. They team up with Batman and Robin, Scooby-Doo and the gang, team up with Batman and Robin to rescue Weird Al. I don't know why Weird Al was there in that one. (laughs) That's weird. But Weird Al was kidnapped by the Joker and the Penguin, (laughs) and so they had to save him. And then in this new series that actually just came out this year, Weird Al is just like uh, there, and there's a Weird Alosaurus that they have to go (laughs) figure out what's going on with. That's um, so strange. So Weird Al has like crossed over Scooby Doo twice, which is amazing. But anyways, Weird Al to Star Wars. Weird Al's cover or parody of American Pie was about Star Wars. Boom, easy, <laughs> too easy. All right, Ricky Gervais is also in the new series in which he as is, himself gets to meet Scooby Doo. Yeah, as himself. That's so stupid. That's the weird thing about all these is they're celebrities playing cartoon versions of themselves. Yeah. God, does Disney own Night at the Museum? <laughs> <laughs> so think about so Ricky Gervais and his frequent collaborators and one of his yeah Stephen Merchant one of his series he did actually we recently talked oh about oh this oh actor. yes extras mm-hmm. and uh, oh god he surely did that with some Star Wars person um, wait 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 let me see did you ever watch extras it's a good show yes no so not extras oh, a different one damn. that he did 
with a actor that I talked about at length in another game semi recently on this show. Oh God. Who played an Ewok. Oh, oh, right. Yeah, what was that called? An idiot abroad? Uh so the the one with Ricky Gervais and, and, and uh, Warwick, Warwick Davis, Davis yeah. is um Good. You're smart and I'm bad. <laughs> it's called Life's Too Short and it was oh, a mockumentary yeah, yeah, yeah. about Warwick Davis as a as a little person actor. Um so yeah, that's that's two right there. Ricky Gervais Warwick Davis. I, I only got a few more here. The last one's really hard, <laughs> uh, but th- this one you might get quickish. Uh-huh. Keenan Thompson. Is also in this new se- in this new series uh, again as himself as himself yeah That's so, so Keenan Thompson to Star Wars um Keenan Thompson was in Good Burger nope I couldn't tell you who else is in that other than Kel Keenan Thompson <laughs> oh well he <laughs> Keenan Thompson's on SNL and like a million different Star Wars people have been on SNL That's true That's very true I'll I'll allow that the one I was thinking of specifically was he was with Bill Hader for a long time who was kind of the voice of BB-8. In Force oh, Awakens. That's right. Bill but Hader and Ben of. Schwartz were the voice of BB 8. <laughs> yeah, quote unquote, were the voice of BB 8. Okay, this last <laughs> one is maybe the most weird, the, the hardest. Okay. Sia, the singer, S I A, Sia, is okay, also placed okay. herself in the series. You got it? Uh, oh, wait, no, I'm connecting her to Scooby Doo. I'm supposed to connect her to Star Wars. I was yes, going to say, Sia wants to swing from the chandelier and they trap a bunch of bad guys with chandeliers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would have allowed that if it was to Scooby Doo, but it's to Star Wars. Okay, right, come okay, on. okay. Um, Sia is on the. Okay, I've got it. Sia is on the Hamilton mixtape with Lin Manuel, who does the song of Maz Kanata's Cantina. <laughs> Mike, I am so happy you got that because that's literally exactly what I wrote down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't even remember what she's saying. She just like does a cover of one of the songs, doesn't she? Yeah, she does uh, uh, Satisfied. Oh, that's right. Of course. I believe. Um, but yeah, that's that's exactly what I wrote. <laughs> <laughs> so, so anyways, lame. that was that was Six Degrees of Scooby-Doo. Yay. Which is, it wasn't exactly These Are Riddles, but it was. I mean, it f- absolutely is following in the vein of all of our recent These Are Riddles. Right, where it's like, I thought of something and I'm going to try to get you to guess the exact way that I got there. That I thought of it. Yeah, right. That was a great one. I'm so happy that I pulled the same thing. <laughs> There's a couple that I was like, I wonder if he's going to get that. Like, I thought you might pull the Peter Cushing as Sherlock Holmes oh, out yeah, of your ass. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I knew you'd be like, Weird Al. <laughs> yeah, duh. Yeah. Um, but I was like, oh, man, if he gets the Sia one, I'm going to be very excited. <laughs> but yeah, it was um, me. That, that game was a lot of me Googling people's names in the Star Wars to see if there was any legitimate connection. And yeah, then be right. like, okay, there's not. How can I manuf- <laughs> manufacture one? <laughs> and it's owned by Disney and Disney owns Star Wars. And Disney owns Star Wars. Um, so we did a lot of pros earlier. Um, yeah, we. I, I mean, like... Cons are kind of self-evident. When it's something that isn't very Star Wars-y, the pros are fun reaches and the cons are a little obvious. Like, I mean, it takes place on Earth. It's a cartoon. Right. Uh, Third Eye Blind is in it. I want to talk about the live action Scooby-Doo some more because (laughs) I just really can't stress how hot everyone in that movie is. And And then don't they do like a body switch thing at some point? Yeah, they do a body switch thing. Like Sarah Michelle Gunn looks at her own horny. Yeah, it was like it was very horny. And like it was for me as a however old I was like 12, like 10 or 12 year old. I was like, dang, I wish I knew what to do with this boner. And I, (laughs) I didn't know what to do with it. Um, it's just like really horny movie. Uh-huh. There's a whole, there's a whole like cut scene where <laughs> Velma sings "You're Just Too Good to Be True," but like 
they play off the tropes in uh or, or they play off the stuff where it's like uh scooby and shaggy are potheads and like velma mm-hmm. is a lesbian and um <laughs> and daphne and fred are like in a relationship or whatever and so like they do this whole thing where they show a shot of of Daphne walking into a room and Fred walking into a room, and then Velma like looks, but you don't know who she's looking at, and then she starts singing "You're do- You're Too Good to Be True," can't take my eyes off of you. Um, and it was a, it was a deleted scene, but you better believe I had that on DVD, and we didn't have anything to do, so we watched the deleted scenes on things. <laughs> All the time. <laughs> I was just talking to Michael Delaney, former and more than likely future guest of How Star Wars Is It, about that with like streaming nowadays. You don't get all those like DVD commentary and like extra features. Like, yes. how would I have known how Gollum was made <laughs> mm-hmm. well, and without like, having like a sleepover party and exhausting all the movies and then being like, well, we could watch bonus features? <laughs> yeah, like we literally would play the games. On the Shrek DVD, like it yeah. was an actual video game, because because yeah, right. I didn't, we didn't, my family didn't have video games like when I growing up, and so we would just, and we would do it like on the Grinch one that had games, and so we would just like <laughs> sit there and like like play these quota like games is such a generous games. term for like what these things were, which were basically playing cutscenes from the movie every time you'd push like enter or whatever. Yeah, right. But we would, and I was like, you don't get that anymore. Where's my Where's my very uh, uh, reaching games based on Avengers Infinity War. I want yeah, totally. to have a Thanos snap game where uh, <laughs> I get to push enter and then it'll make half of the people disappear or something. <laughs> and they're just like still images of people. <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah, that's all it is. I miss that. With I miss like a it. dissolve effect from like uh, Windows Movie Maker. Mm-hmm. This is like man. I remember so like going back to checking this out from the video store uh, when we rented it i remember like after we watched it and it was scary i would like see the cover and be like too scary man too scary <laughs> and it would like still scare me just going with the theme of that i was very afraid as a child that we keep talking about this month. yeah yeah it was just real spooky man yeah also, this, this movie is like it goes out of its way to like be uh, uh, scary like spooky there was an uh, yeah haunted. there was there was another note I made where there was a point in this movie where it could have like pendulum swing swung in the exact opposite direction. Whenever that zombie falls out and Daphne's like trying to pull the the mask off, uh-huh, and, and then it's all cartoon. Pulls its head off, right? It's all cartoony, and then Fred grabs it and pulls its head off. And I was like, "There's a different movie in which." he tries to pull the mask off and like accidentally like rips the flesh off of it. Yeah. Like, like just it's the rotting, <laughs> like it's a walking dead zombie or whatever. And like, yeah, it, it's head falls off and it's all I'm like, and that would be a very different movie, but I kind of want to see that movie too, where the Scooby gang it, all of a sudden is in a very real, very, scary gory zombie apocalypse well i wonder what this return to zombie island movie is about because like zombie island kind of resolves and so it might just be that they completely do a new one but it does say return to as though it's part of a continuity right um, and maybe we should watch it and, and uh, report back at some point i like that i like that i like setting ourselves up for for future apps like next next October the third week <laughs> we'll do return to Scooby Doo on Zombie Island or whatever I, I, I like that we, that gives us a lot of time to prep <laughs> um, wait but okay so cons okay, wait. This, I don't this even film... like have cons they're, they're obvious you know like all right hold on hold on this is so return to Scooby <laughs> return to Zombie Island is a direct sequel to Scooby Doo on Zombie Island okay which but it came, came out, out like twenty years later yeah it came out twenty years <laughs> One. later twenty one yeah. years later. 
It is the f- uh, 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 the film also serves as the second sequel to a film in the series in the film of the series in the series after Scooby Doo and WWE Curse of the Speed Demon, which is the sequel to Scooby Doo WrestleMania Mystery. So apparently, <laughs> Scooby Doo Return to Zombie Island is sort of a continuation of a saga that started with the WrestleMania Ministry. Ministry? Wow! I wish there was a Ministry of WrestleMania. Well, does it does it mean it's the second instance of a Scooby Doo movie sequel? Like the Wrestle one was the sequel to the WrestleMania. Oh, you're right. This this wording this wording is terrible. I wish it was saying that this is the second sequel after uh, Scooby Doo and WWE (laughs) Curse the Speed Demon because that would be much better. That's like a stat you hear during like World Series when when someone will say you know like this is the the fifth ever second baseman to hit 30 home runs over the right field fence in uh, uh, pre and post season, you know, like this weirdly specific stat, but then it's also, it's the fifth person to do it. Like, okay. If you're going to get super specific, it's like a, it's like a, a world record for how many, you know, straws you can put in your butthole or whatever. <laughs> like, has anyone actually done that before? Like you, you yes. don't have the most, you just like chose to do it. And therefore you have done the most. Um, so I, I'm trying to find a, a synopsis of, uh, the return to zombie island it seems that they uh are on a different island but there are still zombies but it's like the same zombies from the last island so i will be interested to see mm. why that is oh like the confederate soldiers <laughs> i remember that part. yeah that was a little weird like that, the, <laughs> that con- so like they're strange. like oh the zombies are good guys and here's some confederate soldiers that are helping out <laughs> oh, phew, <laughs> thank god the confederate soldier dead people saved us why did and why did they pick the confederate soldier to be the ghost that, of the zombie that came out at the very end to be like thank you guys. like pick any of any of the other yeah ones. that, any of that was ones. a very strange choice to me i get that like it wouldn't be union soldiers in like the bayou necessarily but, but it could uh, be you could like just you, well you also could have just like skipped the whole dead civil war guys element altogether <laughs> right and it absolutely i mean like people died on both sides in the civil war like it absolutely could have been <laughs> well like, that's the true union. like it, it could have been any anybody it could have been that weird pregnant one that was very disturbing that kept coming up right because the people were three categories Pirates and people from, you know, like the 18th century and then Confederate Civil War soldiers and then like recent like fat guys in Hawaiian shirts who were like like very very obviously tourists. Yeah. Like, um, what about, like, the 1920s? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She was like, we had to lure people here all all the time for every harvest moon. It's like, well, it looks like you did it three times. And there like was three big... how often is there a harvest moon? Like, fairly frequently, right? Like, once a I year? I would think so. I think it's once a year. Like, at the harvest time? Yeah, I think so. So, like, but why it seems didn't we like see they... any, like, hippies or, like... Yeah. <laughs> they did it in the 1800s during the Civil War. They did it in, like, the 1600s or whatever with pirates. And then and they in, did like, it 1994. In the 1980s. Yeah. 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 <laughs> But yeah, I mean, like, so as we were saying, the cons are all kind of evident. Um, but I think but it's even more that Star Wars thing, than the like not. the the dead people thing that we just said is like uh, it follows its own rules to a certain point, and then when you like hold a magnifying glass to it for a second, you're like, oh well, wait, what? And that's yes. kind of a Star Wars thing. <laughs> that's true. Like, it, th- <laughs> like this movie. Why can't the? Why are there Jedi on a council? And like, yeah, you know, this movie follows like its own logic, but then also. The logic doesn't make sense, you know. Right. Oh, and also that gardener was a cop. A gardener we, was a we cop. We just never the whole really time. covered that. That was kind of fun. This movie oh, yeah, is that... like very insistent on its like twists. Like nobody is who they seem. Yeah. 
my so, favorite like, thing about kind of is the, my favorite thing about that like twist about the gardener being a cop is that like earlier in the movie i even wrote a note about it his muttering was so funny like anytime they'd like ask him something or like be like well why'd you do this thing it was kind of shady and he's like I'm trying to, I'm trying to yeah, he was acting very shady not just like suspicious but like like an evil guy <laughs> right and i'm like dude if you're a cop why are you doing you're putting on this whole show yeah for he's like no being reason. like an actor <laughs> yeah i'm like you could have been like a normal gardener and instead he's like grum, 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 like literally muttering under his breath that we can yeah. hear and it's like nonsense I'm only like, dude, for us are the audience's benefit to think he's a yeah, bad I'm like, guy yeah i'm like why are you doing that that had nothing to do with you being undercover nothing yeah <laughs> um like you thought i was a bad guy but that's only because i was pretending to be a bad guy <laughs> it's because i was well, acting okay. like one well i'm not an asshole then for thinking that <laughs> yeah you were being weird dude <laughs> like, you were digging a big a square <laughs> hole in the ground yeah. and not telling yeah. anybody why. Yeah, for that's gardening. Pretty, yeah, that's pretty shady, my man. Um, um, gosh, okay. We talked about the movie, at least, and we did compare it to Star Wars. We didn't really say how it wasn't Star Wars, but what we do at the end of the show for new listeners is, regardless of what we said during the episode, we just sort of arbitrarily assign it a score. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's more of a feeling than an exact science. Yeah, yeah. And I think I have mine. I think I know what it's going to be. Okay, I think I'm going to do my unit of measure, I think is going to be um, those hot peppers. Oh, yeah. That was also a good bit. Like, I love Scooby and Shaggy eating things all the time. Yeah. Very funny. And the hot peppers bit bits were very good. They I were, just like, right. this This is like, uh, like okay, objectively speaking, mm-hmm. this movie is not very good. And the... Oh, sure. In the way that, like, the animation is fine for the time, but the animation's not that stellar. And, And, like, like, the story wouldn't get, like, best screenplay. Right. But, like, somehow, (laughs) I love it. Yeah, it and, it is very like captivating, and it does not slow down. Like there's ne- there was never a part that I was like, boy, let's move this along. Yeah, and like also somehow this movie has like eighty six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. And yeah, ninety six percent of Google users liked this movie. Like, yeah, like, this is a universally love <laughs> loved, acclaimed movie. Yeah, and, and, and me too. Even though I can look at it and be like, well, there's better animated movies than this. Right. Like, there's probably even better animated Scooby-Doo movies than this. But I'm just like, but somehow, somehow, it's it's just, it's this weird, maybe it's a nostalgia thing. I don't know. Yeah, but that's that's key to Star Wars. And, you know, like, the prequels aren't good movies, and I still look on them very fondly. And I feel like a lot of people do, whether or not they like, you know, episode two, you still sort of, like, look at it and think about it. And you're like, yeah, but, like, without episode two, we wouldn't have, like, the Camino guys and, like, mm-hmm. the fucking 50s diner. Yeah. <laughs> Like, it's yeah. fun. It is. So yeah, I'm gonna go with the hot peppers. Uh, okay, I'm gonna do. Um, I was debating between confiscated TSA cheese or people <laughs> tied up by voodoo strings slash victims in the final scene. Yeah, those are both. And the go. reason because of that is my answer is six, which is the four Scooby guys, Scooby, and then the cop slash gardener. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say six as well. I'm going to get six hot peppers. Yeah. Man. The other funny thing about having them being like, uh, like customs thing was I first I thought they were going to be doing, and I think it might even be a play on like, <laughs> There, he's a drug dog, right? They're yeah, looking for right. those drugs, and I was like, because <laughs> they nice. don't actually employ dogs to try to find like camembert cheese. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably not. That's probably pretty easy to find 
if you just, you know, I think a human nose could probably smell that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm going to give it six chili peppers because yeah, I think it's more Star Wars around. than it isn't. Um, but, you know, it's not really science fiction-y very much. No, right. But Which, it honestly, definitely, like, it, 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 like, triggers the same chemicals in my brain that Star Wars does. And that's kind of where the, you know, like, you, you've pointed out before that you like to say, okay, well, a five is neither Star Wars nor not Star Wars. So is it closer to Star Wars or to not Star Wars? And I think yeah. this is, like, one ratchet up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I agree. I agree. One ratchet up. And so we're going to next, uh, a year from now, we're going to do Scooby-Doo Returns <laughs> to Zombie Island. Uh-huh. And that is a or promise. Or we will have quit the podcast for months by that point. <laughs> <laughs> Either of those things are possible. Yeah. Um, no, this is an eternal podcast. We have to do That's everything. Right. We're going to cover everything. <laughs> uh, well, so if you want us on the internet, you can mm-hmm. find us at How Star Wars is on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, shit's popping off. I haven't been good about Instagram lately, but I'll try to make more stuff. As soon as I'm done with this art project that I keep saying I'm going to be done with, I will post it on both mine and the How Star Wars is at Instagram. I'm staring at them right now because they're on the table. I'm very excited. And they're really cute. (laughs) They are very cute. I love them. Uh, yeah. And Mike is at Mike Gospel on Twitter. I'm at Josiah, the Josiah man. Um, Mike is in a billion singing improv shows. Yeah, Anarchy's run will be over, or there like there's one more show. So if you're hearing this right now, today, Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday, Thursday night, we have an Anarchy show at the Annoyance, and I'm in a handful of Baby Wants Candy shows coming up soon. Um, or you can also see me do Improv for Children in the morning at Storytown Improv <laughs> on Saturday mornings every so often. I hope and that's that a really just... fun show. You can bring your family. <laughs> Yeah, everyone show up to that one. I want everyone yeah. to be there with see Mike be a silly, a silly goose with the kids. Yeah. Um, I'm in a show in Minnesota. Don't come see it because it's in the middle. <laughs> you don't know where it is, and I'm not going to tell anybody. All right. <laughs> but if, if you are listening to this because you saw on the program for that show that I do a podcast called How Star Wars Is It, welcome. <laughs> I did that, too, in the Matrix musical. I plugged the, the podcast. The director of this show, when he was like, when we were talking in the uh, emailing back and forth originally, <laughs> like, uh, 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 What's your bio? <laughs> he like in the last thing he said, he was like talking about one of the songs that he wanted me to work or like told me to look at, and then like he was like, "P.S. I I I shudder to think uh, what the <laughs> answer to be of how Star Wars as it would be for this uh, musical we're doing." And I was like, "No, uh, how did you find that? Where did you? I, I don't know if he like went to my Twitter or something like when he was looking me up." But I was like, "Damn it." Damn it. And hey, guy, in the time it took you to message me that, you could have left me a five-star review on <laughs> iTunes. And listeners, you should do that, too. Yeah, you should. And tell you your should. friends who you think would like the show. Yeah, we've been growing little by little, and people seem to enjoy it, so keep it up. Um, I think it's about God, time for Tubby Bye Bye. This is definitely time for Tubby Bye Bye. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Jeez, I'm crow. All right. Uh, this is definitely my favorite movie ever, and mm-hmm. uh, it... it it, it's the best movie, and it should be number one on AFI's and top 100 movies. And and no movies can be longer than it. It's the perfect length. Okay. It is the only length of movies. <laughs> well, like we always say, we, we love, love you, you, and may, may the, the fourth, fourth be with you. With you.